Okay, great. Thank you so much. This is a big opportunity. Um, and I wanted to share with you, I guess I want to share with you a vert, uh, which is very in, you know, people have been talking about this theme and I guess I'm afraid to copy. So let's talk about perm for a minute. Um, perm seems to be, you know, what everyone's talking about. You'll see what I mean in a second. But there's a halacha on Purim that it's 30 days for Pesach. We should learn about uh, Pesach then. So what is that connection between Pesach and Purim? And with many divrei Torah, especially about Pesach, I was joke, joking a little bit about Purim, but with many divrei Torah about Pesach, the theme is not what the Dvar Torah you should say over at the Seder. Remember, this is very important, but it's to set the theme for the Seder, for the whole Yantif. This, the, what we should say at the Seder, that's the Gadda. It's all set up for us. So there's another halacha, which is very, very interesting, that has to do a little bit with Purim. You can look it up. It's in the Kitzur. It's in Shulchan Aruch. If you want to look it up in Kitzur, it's Kuf Gimel, uh, Siv Vav. It says, B'yom sheni shal Pesach, yeish lasos besuda, eizet davar lezecher sudas ester, shahaisa b'yom azeh, shabob yom nitla haman, right? So on that day, when Esther was fasting, and then we ended up, Haman got hung on Pesach. So what is it about Pesach and Purim that are so connected? The fact that Gemara and Tainus says that when, that we always make Nismach Geula Geula between Purim and Pesach, Purim always fell down and other Shani. And also the, uh, it says, Mishinich Nesabra Marba Besimcha, Rashi says there in Tainus that part of the Simcha is Pesach is coming. So what's the connection? I think it's a very, 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 very important yisod. Um At our Pesach Seder, we are very, very focused uh, you know, uh, on, on the children and making sure that we bring it, we bring the story to life. And some people can take that to an extreme and that you got to be very careful not to do that. Like I said before, the, the Haggadah is there in front of you. Use the text that Chazal have, have, have given us. I think it's very important. But how do you bring it alive for the children? And what is your thought process behind it? So if you listen, if you think very carefully, um, we all know the following two things, but I don't think we ever connect them. If you say to someone, how many times does Moshe Rabbeinu's name appear in the Haggadah? Everyone knows it's either zero or one, right? It's really one because it got stuck in there because it was in a pasuk. We couldn't, you know, edit that out, right? And everyone knows that's a famous part. But also we know how many times does God's name, how many times does Rabbanu Shalom appear in the Megillus Esther? Zero. And I often thought, how are these two things connected? They have to be connected. Perm and Pesach are so connected. What's the vart? And then you take this other aspect of remembering Pesach on the set, of remembering Perm on the second day of Pesach. At our Seder, by the way, the second night, in order to do this, we've done many things. We've sang Shoshana Yaakov. We actually had our kids. We once made Shalach Manas and deliver it to some of the neighbors during the second Seder. But what's the message behind it for us? And I think it's the following, is that on Pesach, I did many years, I've worked in Kirov and NCSY for many, many years. Pesach is like a Shabbaton. It's like that quintessential moment. Everything comes into place. You have the, the, the family and, and, and everyone's excited. The kids come home with posters and flyers, etc. And that is, you don't even need to say Moshe Rabbeinu. It's so clear that night that it's Kulu Rabbeinu Shalom. It's easy to do. And you're like, wow, this is amazing. Right? And we, and Chayv on the Lirasatzmo, right? We're leaving Egypt. Chayrus. It's so good. But we got to remember Perm. Because you got to remember as a father, as a Machanich, as a Jew, that this feeling is not going to last. 11 months from now, there's going to be a Perm. And you know what? Just like this Sefer doesn't have Moshe Rabbeinu, 11 months from now, there's going to be a point where there's no Rabbanu Shalom. And are you teaching for this night? Are you being Mechanech for this night? Or you also remember that a few months from now, it's going to be a time in your life where you're not going to be able to see the Rabbanu Shalom. That might be why we say Shir Shirim also that night, also to remember that. But that's the aspect of Chinuch you need to know. 
There's times in our lives that there's Pesach, and there's times in our lives that are Purim. Pesach is you need that Haskala to start and, and pour it in that night. But then remember, it's it's not over that night. Be mechanech, and the messages you give have to last until Purim, until a point where you may not see the Rebbeinu And I think I heard a Vart, it says, kol haskalas kashos, right? All beginnings are hard. Really? Uh, not always true. You come to the groundbreaking of Yeshiva, ah, oh, it's so exciting. You start a Masechta, Daf Yomi, right? Oh, this is great. This is amazing. This is good. Kol haskalas kashos means how do you keep that inspiration going? That's kasha. That what's hard on us is how do you keep that inspiration going? And really, that's the message. When we go into our Pesach Seder, we need to remember a little bit about Purim. We need to remember that we're not only mechanach our kids and ourselves for that night, but we need to know that they have to keep asking questions. We have to keep giving answers and we have to inspire them that whole time. And uh, my bracha is really that everyone should have that inspiration on that night to keep it going uh, throughout from Pesach until Purim 11 months later. Thank you so much for the time.